My Talkers, thanks for joining Lori and Julia down at the State Fair at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage at our My Talk booth. We're having some fun right now. This hour, we've got Sex Monday, of course, coming up. The Dirt Alert with Holly. And I believe you guys got a new show you want to talk about here coming up, right? No, we already did that, Grandpa. Oh. You were busy finding us songs yep. by the spinners and the grassroots My and Iron Butterfly. <laughs> That's so okay. We've had you hopping over there getting different songs. We have. And I want to remind everybody, if you aren't going to make it to the State Fair this year or we're just kind of out of your way, we have all of our T-shirts and My Talk logo stuff. If you want to buy something, it's online at My Talk 1071. I like the wine tumbler, that, that little yeah. thermos wine tumbler. Because it's like a it Yeti cool. that keeps it cool, and it's very... It should have had my name. It should have just said just Lori. Say, we would have sold a million of them. Oh, yeah, come oh, on. for crying out loud, of course, if it had your name. Honestly. <laughs> Humble Munch? Well, she would be so good at being a star. She wouldn't, she wouldn't yell at you. I wouldn't. I would like just Nene ignore Lakes. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a real <laughs> and star. And she is very good at that. We've seen enough people. Uh-huh. We've been looked through many a time mm. on the red carpet. We remember them all. It's an art. I mean, I would smile for sure, but I would not engage. No, but it's an art to look Smiles directly through someone. Oh, yeah, that's mean. That's I, That's mean. Well, that might be something that Sandra O learned. So she was featured on Willie Guy's Sunday morning yesterday or the whatever the today whatever show, show call is it. called I'm just the call today it. today with Willie Geist. yeah and um you know she we first met I her forget how long she's been acting Lori well we first met her it was our very first year at the Sega Awards and Grey's Anatomy was nominated and um she was Dr Christina what was her last name Yang I think. Yang you're mm-hmm. right and so she is talking about her rise to fame and how. It was just so overwhelming to lose your anonymity. And so she was on the very... Remember how good Grey's Anatomy was when it first came out? Do you oh, remember... McDreamy. McDreamy and, and Meredith, like how they and hooked he, up and then they end up going to work and like, oh my God, I work with you. Same with Friday Night Lights. Yeah, the very yeah. first, you know, um, Riggins and what's her name. I mean, those are Lila good Garrity. ways... Lila Garrity? Lila. Lila. Those are good ways to start mm-hmm. TV shows with a lot of chemistry. Yes. You know, that's a good thing. So anyway... We watched it for 10 seasons, I think, Grey's Anatomy. You probably bowed out at six because you hated Meredith's voice. Oh, I couldn't stand Meredith. Oh, you she didn't. bugged me. Meredith but, Grey. But Sandra... But I probably like her now. Sandra was so compelling, and she's so, so compelling on Killing Eve. She's so compelling on the chair. I mean, sideways, she the wine great. one. She's yeah. just a very good and actress. Re- remember, she was married to the guy who directed her in Sideways, a- a- Alexander. Who was that again? Alexander, somebody, he's kind of a like a hot... I think they got married like when they were both struggling director, struggling actor, right. and then they hit it big, and they found they had nothing to say to each other, and they were done screwing each other, and they were screwing other people, or maybe he was. There you go, Lori. Thank you, yeah. Lori. I can walk Laurie, everybody through the evolution. If you're having relationship problems, give her a nickel, <laughs> and she'll just tell you, obviously, you're done screwing each other, obviously, one of you is doing something else, and obviously, you don't talk anymore. No, but... There you go. Yeah, but he did move on very quickly with somebody he that he directed, and... He did. Well, it's summer camp for those people. I love how she adores her mom and dad. Totally, or whatever. totally. But she, so she just said her rise to fame was traumatic, and she said um, the reason why I'm saying that is the circumstances you need to do your work in. You need a lot of privacy, and when someone loses their anonymity, you have to build skills to try and be real. I went from being 
able to go out, like hiding in restaurants, then being able to um, manage attention, manage expectations while yeah. not losing yourself. And she said she just couldn't cope, so she hired a very good therapist, she said. Yeah. I'm not joking. It was very important dealing with her mental health. You just have to work at finding your way to stay grounded. And a lot of times that's by saying no. And she wasn't that. Beyonce talked about that in the the Bizarre Magazine issue that she just has to, you have to bring it down when your fame is big. 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 And once you're on TV, basically, that's it. I mean, you're, you're pretty famous. I mean, if you're on a hit show like that. If you're you on a hit show, it was re- Patrick Dempsey, Rema- T.R. Knight. And and remember when we were, um, this was, okay, this was the second award, the first year that they were nominated. We saw her in the bathroom. Well, yeah, we saw her in the oh, bathroom, yeah. and she was super so, nice. Super so sweet. nice, so beautiful. Yeah, but we saw Patrick Dempsey and his wife on the red carpet, and Julia and I mixed up Patrick Dempsey with, Jane, what's the guy from Desperate Housewives? Oh, from here, from Minnesota, James. What somebody, is his name? somebody fill in the blanks in our the holes in our head. Denton, thank James you. Denton, Denton thank, you. thank you. So, and someone had told us, oh, remind, say to James, we know your wife. We from went Shakopee. to high school from Shakopee. high school from Shakopee. Oh gosh, and we blew it, and we said it to Patrick Dempsey. Dempsey. We're like, James, James, we know your wife, and he's standing there with his with wife. his wife, and like Lulu, Lulu. But we did get a He's look. So we got a bad look too. Yeah, from and her. And it was and it was a look through you. Yes, and then two years later, like uh, they broke up because of cheating. He was banging somebody on the set of Grey's Anatomy, like a producer or somebody. That then they got back together. Well, then they got back together when he found out how much it was going to cost him to get divorced. Oh, stop it, Lord! And he was going to have to give up Malibu. Well, listen, people can fall back in he love was, when they find was, out what yeah. their financial situation might be. Afterwards. Okay, so she'll say that as part of the conversation. Too. Do you guys have money? Does one of you have a lot and one of you have a little? Let's just see. Now, let me just give you some Let's advice. Let's see if you can fall back in love. I mean, you know, people do people things for do many it. reasons, but they did get back together. Right. But I do think my theory in my head is his accountant told him how much money he would lose because he has a very expensive hobby. Right. He did. Race car driving. Yes, he does. Very expensive. Mm-hmm. And she had a nice makeup line with Avon. She did. I loved her eye pencils. Jillian Dempsey. You're right. You are so right. And she was like a big deal makeup artist, but I don't think she does anybody's makeup anymore, but hers and Patrick's and her daughter's. And she works on his hair. God, he's got beautiful, beautiful. hair. He's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to Sandra O. Oh, <laughs> okay. We digress. We digress. Just a second. Yeah. And the therapy and the counseling that's for free over here. Okay. But she said, I'm not coming back. I'm not going back to Grey's Anatomy. Remember she married the Scottish doctor? Whatever his name is. Well, we called him Mick Steamy. No, no. No, that was... Oh, that was the other guy. The guy who... That was was Dane. Dane. Eric Dane. Mark Sloan. Mm -hmm. No, no. This is the other guy who had the beautiful broke I know you're talking about. But anyway, she just said, I've already moved on from that. It's okay. But I... She was so good. She has a very successful acting career. I would say she's made it. I, of course. Yeah. Of course. And Killing Eve is coming back for the next season. The last season. Yeah. I didn't watch the end of last season. I'm a little behind on that. Well, then you can just watch it I think right so. before it comes back right. on. Because I be still good. have it. I haven't. Yeah. For some reason, does anyone watch The History of Witches? Oh, uh, The Discovery of Witches? On, um, the Discovery of Witches. When that book came out. That book was everything. It was everything. Yeah. That was a love story for the ages. Oh, 
I read it coming home from Montana. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Are you watching it on the Sunday? I have 20, yeah. 20 of them. Yeah, it's too many. I erased it's them all. Eating up, it's eating up my memory. I, um, I, I, memory said, I felt like I don't need to see that story on TV. I read the book and fell in but love with it. But it's got that stories. Mark Goody from, yeah, know. you know, that cute movie. Well, maybe you're going to need something. I don't know. Who it's, knows? It, it depends if you have to do, you know, DVR, do or die. I, it kind of, there's 20 of them. I mean, that one's really hitting me hard. Yeah, I erased <laughs> it as soon as I saw that they were like coming in hot at three a week. I'm like, what is wrong with this show that they're dumping three a week? Know. You know, that made me skeptical. There you go. Okay, so uh, here's a possible Hollywood glamour alert that's going to happen at the Venice Film Festival. So Sharon Stone is already there. By the way, her nephew died. Oh, he did. That's terrible. Her nephew had organ failure, eleven month old, and oh, just reported he died. Uh, that's terrible. It's terrible. But I that was Too terrible. Long. That was terrible. I know I shouldn't have even told you. No, I feel so bad now. Now is Sharon going to leave Venice. No. I mean, she's there for the film festival and Dolce & Gabbana. Is. Anyway, J-Lo, I'm sorry about that baby. That is I know, just, that was that really sad. Terrible, but um, we're going to just keep moving on yes. to my Hollywood glamour story so yes, I don't get sidetracked. Yes, way much better. Um, so J-Lo went to the Dolce & Gabbana. They're having a three-day fashion affair. Three days, okay? One, two, three. She had the most amazing... We posted these photos on our website. She's wearing... She basically looks like a Venetian 1800s woman wearing pants. Yes. You know, those cigarette pants like Catherine Hepburn would have worn. That are made out of brogue. Bro- yeah, brocade, brocade. Brocade. And she's got a cape on and something mm-hmm. in her head and these uh, platforms that are in the Dolce Gabbana print, you know, just. And like an encrusted bralette, oh, you know, just beautiful with jewels. It's an 18th century courtesan gone modern. Okay, yeah, there you go, Lori. That's what the look is. Okay. That's what and, I'm going to And I describe. think everyone can place that. Yeah, and it's that very 40s gla- glamorous look when, I can't think of what movie, but the woman would come in in a high-waisted cigarette pan. I had a Barbie outfit that had the long jacket and it just like would be open at the middle and you'd have like a crop top it was just sensational you had to be like flat and skinny to wear that but Mm -hmm. barbie was except for the boobs anyway i'm so she wasn't flat but no but i mean everything hung on her like a hanger because she was a minus 22 all right size wise i love that knowing that (laughs) but so j-lo just looks amazing ben affleck's film the last duel directed by ridley scott starring Ben, Jodie Comer from Killing Eve, Matt Damon, and it's about the true last duel that ever happened in France in 1380. And it's a true story, and really the story is about the woman. Right. And so it's debuting at the Venice Film Festival. J-Lo's already there going to the Dolce Gabbana show, looking amazing. Ben will be joining her, and they will make their debut as Benefer 2.0 at the Venice Film Festival. Okay, but before that happens, I want you to go and look at the Dolce & Gabbana outfits that everyone wore. Helen Mirren. Looked amazing. Amazing. I want to arrive by a boat. Well, that's the only way you do. Well, duh. Okay. All right, thank you. Okay. That was that's a, one of the things. Everyone arrived, can feel I like I arrived a, in Venice on a, a train. train. I know you can. You arrive can. By train. I arrived yeah. on a train when I went there. But when you're, go, when you're traveling within Venice, you're taking a Vaporetto yes, or a private link. You know, this is But like, the outfits, I'm not sure because... Um, well, they're all very 18th century look. Well, like, if, if 18th century was just wearing a sheer... 
thing with it's underwear. M- that's modern. It's the modern courtesan in her bedroom. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. I would rather be the J-Lo courtesan, courtesan with pants on. Yes, and then the courtesan with the undies. But the cape, she gets off the boat, and the cape, cape is flies blowing, open. And the price tag is right inside. <laughs> the stylist forgot to take off the tag. Damn it. And Somebody's it looks getting like yelled at. It, someone is getting yelled at. Big time. Because it looks really bad. Tacky. Because then you I go, always tuck in Lori's tags yeah. if she's wearing a something. I'm always like, Lori, yeah. it's hanging out of your armpit. I'm just kidding. I mean, we want to have the illusion she's going to have this in her closet forever. Like, right. why would Dolce & Gabbana make her give that back? 100%. You know, so Someone maybe, forgot. Maybe they do, but I think they just forgot. And Helen Mirren kind of had a corset. Corseted ball gown. It's really beautiful. You got to check out these photos. I'm just so happy to see some glamour. It's fun to see the Even glamour. Even though Dolce and Gabbana, they're kind of problematic dudes. For yes, me. they are. All right, we got to take a quick break. We're at the State Fair. We're going to come back with the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hi, Holly. Good afternoon and happy Monday. How's the Minnesota State Fair treating you guys? Very well. Thank you for posting the Dolce & Gabbana show, all those fashion looks. Oh, well, they were fantastic. My personal best dress was Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren, I know it. She looked amazing. Amazing. How could she be 76 and be rocking? But it's all about how that fits and her attitude and her makeup and hair. She's just amazing. She's age goals. Oh, she's amazing. And just think about the opportunity to wear such a glamorous gown that yeah. looks like it's the the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Yeah, on your dress. Well, you know, you we were talking about Jennifer Lopez. She was at this Dolce & Gabbana fashion show in Venice, Italy. Oops, somebody forgot to take the tag out. But right. where I is... I love that outfit. Oh, it's fantastic. But you might have been wondering, well, geez, Jennifer no. Lopez was there by herself. Yeah, she's going to make the debut with Ben at the Venice Film Festival right red carpet for the debut of the movie. Well, I'm where convinced. is Ben Affleck? Where is he? I He might still he's be in, in L.A. Ad. He still might be in L.A. He's in Las Vegas. I have the answer for you guys. Oh, okay. Yeah, is so... He- He's he with, uh, his, with her mom gambling. Well, he's doing an ad for Win Las Vegas. That would be the hotel and resort Win, not W I N. So W Y N N. Correct. Uh, mm-hmm. He's doing this alongside Shaquille O'Neal and Melvin Gregg. So this is for their uh, sports book. It's called Win Bet, and he's poking fun at his hobby. And uh, he's walking past fellow gamblers, including Jennifer Lopez's mom, Guadalupe Lopez. So she's showing up in this advertisement, too. Yeah, he'll be joining her in Venice whenever that movie debuts. Oh, well. Is it this weekend, maybe? Uh, Venice Film Festival, yeah, is starting soon, early mm-hmm. September. So, well, that will be fabulous. Looking Enjoy forward to that. Yeah. Oh, right carpet glamour. Yeah, she's not going to bring him to a fashion show that has Kris Jenner and Kourtney Kardashian and, you know, do you know what I mean? Oh, Kate Bosworth. Sure. Heidi Klum. It's a little pedestrian, I think, is what I'm Everybody reading. Everybody in <laughs> Hollywood and in the music world got invited to this show. And people want to travel. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, you want to travel and you want to look glamorous and you want to do something fun. So, you know, naturally... You're going to take the opportunity if you can get it. Yeah, and they've got very strict COVID protocol for everybody. We would, we would go if going. we were invited. That's right, Julia, in a heartbeat. In a it heartbeat. sounds so glamorous. It sounds so fantastic. Put mm-hmm. it out there in the universe. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Kanye mm-hmm. West's new Donda album 
has garnered nearly 100 million streams in its first day on Spotify. That's breaking the record for the second biggest debut of all time. Now, I ask you, Lori and Julia, have you decided to sample any of Kanye West's Donda album? We're waiting for someone to sample it for us and then make a recommendation. Someone in the audience said it's horrible. Thumbs down. I want someone to tell me what songs to... I don't have time to listen to 28 songs where Kanye may or may not be singing hmm. or musing about something I, I care I about. I like to wait to see what are the best ones. Yeah, and someone will have to tell us. Yeah. We're going to have to read about it. Listen, we're not huge fans. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Well, here's what I'll promise you guys. I'll do a power walk tomorrow you morning, will? and I'll listen to this album okay, track for track and give you the book report. All right. Okay. I'm ready for that. I, would I love like that. Oh, Holly, that would be so great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that we, well, because, you know, back in the day, an album would be released and you would get singles. Holly, can we plan on having that be being a short music segment with you? Absolutely. Outside of the Dirt Alert? Yes, we can do that. We're booking a guest, Julia. (laughs) Oh, gosh. We didn't have anyone tomorrow, Holly, so we've got you twice. This is all selfish of us. Well, we can't. We don't have. We're not not having guests at the fair this year. Would you like to read a book for us to give us a report? She will do that, and I'm excited to know that because you have good music credibility with us. Well, listen to the album Donda and give you a book review of Hop on Pop by Dr. Seuss. Love it. Uh, Pierce Brosnan has taken his $100 million Malibu home off the market. Oh, there's only so, so many people who can afford a okay, $100 million that, house. They're sick of cleaning for the showings for the looky loos. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I'm going to be honest. I think, I'd be sick of it's been on the market for like six months. Because, Julia, it's a small, small market who right. can afford a hundred million. But the people that do, they got to clean and uproot oh, themselves. It's a pain in the butt. Yeah, yeah I don't think that's it. What did they say? Why did they take it off the well, market? Because nobody's made any selling. offers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, Lori. Well, I mean, maybe they want to come back to Malibu now that the fire season's over. Mm. Well, they listed this $100 million mansion. I mean, it, it's a compound, let's be honest. It was listed yeah. all the way back in Beautiful. September of 2020. Beautiful. It, yeah. So Pierce Brosnan has trans. He has put in a lot of renovations in this. Uh, and nobody wants it. But again, you know, to your point, Julia, like who is going to be buying this? It's a very, very small market for somebody who can take out a mortgage on a $100 million property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, people wonder what's wrong with it if it's been on the market for a year or two. I know it. Yeah. Even though what's wrong with it basically is it costs $100 million. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the property, the beauty. Right. I, I'd live there. <laughs> How about Just, so the things that Julia anything? will do? She'll right. go to a Dolce and Gabbana Venetian <laughs> fashion show, right. and she would also go to Pierce Brosnan's uh, uh, Malibu estate that's worth a hundred million dollars. So we've I feel got like that. I'm a massive giver. You, you I mean, really don't are. Tell me, I'm not willing to give back. Oh, right. Thank you very much. Yes, are Lori. You, are you bringing us anything about the scandal that's going on over at GMA? Oh, well, good. Well, you know, I don't have the dirt on GMA. I do have what know what's going on over at The View, though. So I do have that. Yes, I do have a little ABC News adjacent gossip. So this is what's happening on the 25th season of The View. Megan McCain is out. So The View, their executive producer, said that they're going to be taking a little time to find a permanent replacement for Megan McCain. So essentially, it's going to be a rotating roster of conservative voices that are going to be coming in for this 25th season. So some of the people that are confirmed, former Utah Congresswoman Mia Love, 
former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice. We're getting Carly Fiorina. She's the former CEO of HP, and also yes. uh, she's tried to be in politics herself. Yes, she has. Gretchen Carlson. Like her. And The View is going to be doing something this season called Flashback Fridays. That's where they're going to have former co-hosts fill in on Fridays. And Star Jones is going to be the first former co-host to make an appearance. And she's actually going to be co-hosting The View on September 10th. So that's coming right up. That's because maybe some other ladies, Joy, is also wanting to take Fridays off like Whoopi. Yeah. Oh, that's why they're Mm -hmm. doing that. And, you know, having the fill in, you know, different people. That's a good idea. Just test driving. See who's got chemistry. Absolutely. I love that. And they'll get headlines every day, if not every week. So this is all good. Very on the part of ABC. Yeah, I think so, too. All right. Thanks, Holly. You're welcome. Paint me the picture. We've got a 10 year old, 12 year old and a 14 year old and their mom. 11. 11. Maybe 11. 11. They're young, and yep. I don't know if they can handle this sex Monday, so I'm giving you 10 <laughs> seconds right now to clear out if you, they're fine, well, they've heard it use, all. We're just going to use euphemisms. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. No, because here, I'm here today <laughs> to talk about body language, because we're, oh. we're at the fair, All right. and there's a lot of looking at other people, looking at other people, looking good this way, that way, or whatever, but we're looking. People watching is our main thing. Oh, it's fantastic. Today's it's, been fantastic, because not everyone's covered up by a poncho and an umbrella and a rain hat. It's been nice to see skin. Yes, I have it has, to say. and it's nice to see people yes yes so um so i just thought i would bring some of my revealing amazing facts about body language that can be used to persuade someone uh you know that you are definitely worth pursuing around on the merry-go-round oh okay. yeah, fantastic <laughs> okay, i like so. how you said that mm-hmm. so okay so this is kind of an interesting thing about body language And it's just another way that women are sometimes very superior over men. And we can't help it that we have this, uh, (laughs) that we have this built-in advantage because we don't have the built-in advantage really in the outside world, but on every other level we have it. So a woman has wide ranging peripheral vision. Wider than a guy's? Oh, we can check out a man or another woman's body from head to toe without them even knowing it, okay? That's because our eyes don't pop out of our head. A, may- a man's peripheral vision is much poorer, which is why a man has to be a guy and use his eyes the only way he knows how, up and down. Sideways, okay, backwards. Not up and down. They have to actually move their head up and down. This is how simple men kind of are. And so they do it in a very obvious way. And men do not ogle or oogle or ogle, mm-hmm. however you want to say it, more than women. We do it all the same. But because guys have tunnel vision, you get caught all the time. Okay. So to the young fellows that are here, try and work on strengthening your peripheral vision. Can so, I? So you can ogle. Without someone slapping you Focus or telling you. Focus behind sunglasses. That's, that's a good place to try. That's a good place to try. I want to tell you. Guys will still move their head up and down. Okay, because there was, you know, the Little League World Series just, um, the final was just yesterday. Yeah, this is And funny. like Thursday or Wednesday last week, they caught two kids, right, catching from Ron Grant, looking on their um, I, their phones yes. at a woman with really large breasts. That was in the stadium <laughs> and, yes. or something? Yes. And they were just yes. Like, 
And it was yeah. all over. Everyone saw it. And it's yeah. just like this woman with ginormous <laughs> boobs. It was kind of cute. Wasn't it, Grant? Yeah. It was, a, it was funny. Yeah. It was definitely a moment where they thought they were just going to catch these kids like eating popcorn and watching right. the ball game. But definitely they were interested in some other uh, They're sitting there activities. looking at a woman's boobs. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. But I mean, isn't that kind of interesting? And every woman that was here, they're like, oh, yeah, I do know how to ogle. Right. Without anyone knowing. And I can do it with or without my sunglasses. We that's an art. Well, what did you always used to say to your kids? I've got eyes in the back of my always. head. Always. Julia's peripheral vision went all the way around. I was 360. Yeah. I was so talented. So, oh, I thought that was kind of as your as your we're hot out here today. We're just going to complain for 2 seconds. We're out of fair shape and we've got hot ears because we have to wear the power headsets out here cuz we don't have Grant or Donnie Love or anyone to corral us. So this this is a way of making us be tethered to our job <laughs> and not screw up. Okay, next. Okay, so here's another one. <laughs> so that was complaining. That only took 30 seconds. We still have 30 left. Yeah, yeah. But we're going to move on. Okay, so, um, so the face platter. I want people to be aware of the face platter. What's the face platter? That is when a person places one hand. I want you to be my model. One okay. hand on top of the other. And then you rest your... You rest your face on your hands, see, while you're talking, but not out like a dork, like a bird. I'm trying to do it over the oh, counter that okay. is cutting me off, oh, Lori, because okay. I can't see anyone. Yeah, Julia's got wings, but you know, you're like, <laughs> you're leaning forward. You're very, it's, they call it the face platter, the body language okay. people. And when we do this, when we're interested, very interested in someone, we're letting them know, yes. We do kiss with our mouth open, and we will give tongue. Okay, that's basically what that means. And thank so, you, thank you for the translation. And it's part. used mainly by women and gay men. A guy, you won't really have too many hetero guys doing that, but a woman will do it. Women, whatever, and then gay guys will just do it because it's such an immediate, you know. You're so open. I mean, like if you're if you're not uh, if you don't know that one, you need to Go memorize back. the face platter. Okay. Unless you've I'm never glad, seen it, I'm glad to know and, the name. And you are very good at doing the face uh, platter. Sometimes, like when we're trying to get someone, like even wrangle somebody over to talk to us, we'll be like, we're very, you know, it's an inviting way. It's a flirting skill. It is. It's oh. just a flirt. It's it's just the it's okay. just a different way. Now this is a conundrum, but it's yet it works sometimes just as well as flashing. Yeah. <laughs> just depends on what the audience so kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Flashing kids really happens in your late teens and in, in your in early your 20s. 20s and yeah. then it stops. And then it stops unless it's at a here or there girl Girls opportunity weekend. for somebody to be yep. silly. Okay, so now this is interesting. This is a study that show that women laugh at men they're attracted to and men are attracted to women who laugh at them. Imagine that. Imagine that. So from a man's perspective, seeing a woman has a good sense of humor, it doesn't mean anything other than she, she laughs, laughs at, at my, my jokes. jokes or Ditto. she thinks I'm Ditto. funny. And guys happen to be, so if you do laugh, like, okay, I mean, maybe you don't really like them. Maybe you think they're just hot and you just want to use them for one night. Oh, gosh. Laugh at them. Don't laugh at them, Julia. And then you've got them. And then, you know. Don't do the face platter when you're leaving in the morning. 
These poor kids. I know it. The moms are actually encouraging me. I'm really I know. loving this. In so. their Viking hats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, I mean, none of this, uh, you know, it's just good to remember. So I, th- these are great tips, Laurie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grant, are you following along? Mm-hmm. Uh, with Yeah, with uh, weighted breath, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. okay I know so it. here's another thing that we see men and women do. So guys will a lot of times, they'll massage or stroke or rub their neck. And a woman will twirl their hair. Twirl her hair and maybe lower eyes and lift, you know, back up. It's just kind of a thing. And... And also some people will, the bold ones, will lick their lips and send you to the moon. You know, if you get that. Honest to Pete. Holy crap, move in. High alert. You're getting, you know, anyway. So, but the reason why people lick My favorite is the reaction on these these tween boys. I wish the camera was pointed the other way. You guys are classic. I know it. It's so fun to watch uh, the tweeners. Okay, Mm -hmm. so the reason why we do this, and they call this in body language... Camp. Camp, yes. (laughs) Thank you. They call this... Um, subconscious pacifying behaviors. Okay. But what we're doing when we're rubbing, twirling, twirling, licking our lips is that it actually releases a calming endorphin to to your brain that kind of gives you the confidence to to go go the next step of whatever flirting might be. All right. Flashing, face platter, whatever, what have you. Depends on uh, all of that. So, right. and then, um, and then, guys, if a guy is feeling uncomfortable, like you're thinking, I don't think this person is really receptive to my face platter, right. my twirling, all my other things he's doing. He will touch his face quite a bit. Oh, if he doesn't want uncomfortable, he's uncomfortable. Yeah, right. he'll rub his oh. eyebrows. He'll go as like opposed this. to running away. As opposed to running, <laughs> which would be a turning away would be fine. But, but women, we won't touch our face, but we'll touch everything else. We'll okay. adjust our shirt, look okay. at our jewelry, look at our escape route using our amazing peripheral vision. All right, I like that. Yeah, so that's just time little... for one more. Okay. Um, okay. Make it be good. I know I want People are waiting with bated breath, and we're over, but make it be good. I I have to get one. I'm picking one for my young audience. Okay. To try and see if I... In junior high. Yeah, I know. I really want to help them, because I feel like this is a... Don't throw a book at the girls or the boys or whoever you throw it at. Oh, yeah. Okay, this is a good one. This is a good one, because you guys are going to subconsciously do this, and now you've been alerted to what you're going to do. What is it? It's called genital framing. Oh, stop. okay. No, it's when somebody <laughs> hooks their thumbs inside their waistband on either side of the zipper, and it's a powerful dominance display for men. And so, like, maybe you're at a dance, and another guy's at a dance, and you're both liking the same girl, and he does the genital framing. You got to be ready to either fight for that girl or go find a new one <laughs> and give her the face platter. Okay, now every child who's embarrassed, uh, raise your hand. Oh, that's no. good. That's oh, good. all right. I love it. All right, there we go. I, I've Thank taught you. You've people helped some so revealing many people. Things today that was helpful. Lori, it was helpful. Thank you. For once. All right. Not for once. I didn't mean it like that. All right, Grant, back to you, honey. Yeah, we got to get going on a break here. We'll see you guys shortly. 5,000 people singing along. 
to the grassroots tonight to this song. Is that how many people are going? I don't know. That That's, grandstand holds like what twenty? Yeah, it can it can hold a lot? Yeah, I, I would think you know tickets are available. I went and looked today. Yeah, there's um, only thirty dollars. Are the Doobie Brothers? If you want to sit in row two, they're seven hundred forty-eight dollars a ticket. But if you want to get tickets tomorrow, the day of show, you call you might- the box office the minute it opens because people will have turned back tickets today for the 24 hour and there will be seats that aren't scalped prices but she you doesn't just, know this for sure no but she's I, just a mi- no thinking. i do know this for sure tickets always get turned back 24 hours before a show the artist turns back tickets and then the fair is refunding so but that's the hot hot ticket that's the hot ticket but you can just pay the regular old fair price of whatever it was 98 dollars or 92 the fair they're never very expensive no they aren't tim mcgraw i think was 88 and that was one mm-hmm. of the more expensive ones no, but there's tickets for shows. Yeah, no, I these tickets tonight were thirty bucks, Julia. I see. I'm I calling see. it the oldies night, the spinners, the grassroots, the little Ed and the Imperials, and I feel like it's going to be rowdy, but it won't be smelling like Pacalolo like last night. No, right crowd, right? You know, right. do you like how I use the Hawaiian I did. word? <laughs> the pacalolo, I, did. I like that. That was do you good. like that? That's the Hawaiian word. Pacalolo. Pacalolo. I like that. I know. It was definitely the whole fair had a stench going on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I believe it. All right. So um, what a beautiful day. Now, um, Julia, I know why. Lorraine. Okay. So you know how when famous people get all kinds of you accolades. Did you just take that? That's mine. Yeah, I did. I'm sorry. I started drinking it. Sorry. <laughs> God, I just saw it in the closet with both of our names. And I just thought it, my, her name, my name, Loj. Uh-huh. You know, Loria, as sometimes people call us. Yes. When they see us, it's Loria. By the way, we have big, beautiful, because we're not taking photos. You can take photos with our Their big heads. heads. They're, they're, they're kind of funny. They are funny. Yeah. And we like how we both, you know, we look the same. We're not going to take bad pictures because it's the That's same right. picture. That's like such a great idea. Yeah. We mm-hmm. have a million bad pictures of us out here. We've, I mean, so really. So many. 18 years. We've been under every kind of hair weather advisory. Right. Our advisory. Fair. It is. You can't expect to have great hair at the fair. Mm-mm. In fact, if you come with really great hair and high heels, I am looking at you. Thinking, <laughs> oh, my God, you're on a date. You're going to be too tired to do it tonight because your back is going to be killing you. And you're not going to be happy about what's happened to your hair that you spent two hours on. All right. No, well, you know what I mean? Moving on. You can always see that more down like by the beer gardens, by the oh, midway, yeah. and you'll see somebody who's never been to a fair before, or their date didn't no, tell No, or them. they're just teenage girls, and they no, just want to look good. No, it isn't teenagers that usually make this mistake, really? Julia. It is often women, yeah, young women in their 20s, and 20s. some point in their 20s. But sometimes you, you see a hard-living 30-year-old that you know hasn't been to the fair before. A hard-living one. You know who you are. We are yeah. we are just blah blah blahing right now. Yeah. Okay. No, but here's what I was gonna say. So, uh, <laughs> Drew Barrymore posted an Insta photo of herself, okay. like laying sideways on the couch, and you know her whole thing is her whole Hollywood, you know, thing now is she's the relatable she's girl too- you've grown up with in the movies, Hollywood royalty, but right. she's relatable, you know, la 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 la. So she's laying sideways. Taking the selfie sideways, and she has no makeup on, and it says something like sad and morose, like, I'm just here on a 
Thursday feeling laying it on my couch, feeling my feelings. Sideways Thursday, and people were complimenting her for how beautiful she looked. I mean, if I had cared, I would have said, "Why are you laying on your side in such an unflattering pose?" But I can't be bothered to say this. But all these people are praising her. Right, right, right. It turns out her ex-husband got married this weekend. This weekend, and Olive and Frankie, her daughters, were the flower, flower girls. girls. And even I can understand laying on your side. Yes. I don't know that I'd share the picture. Well, but she didn't say that. So she didn't say that now we're sleuthing after the facts. That's why she was laying on the couch watching Never Have I Ever eating um, whatever kind of snack she's eating because you would feel kind of blue. And the daughters were flower girls. And of course, you know, this girl is like, you know, he's 43. His dad was his claim to fame is. His dad was the CEO of Chanel for years. It's a good one. And it's a good uh, claim to fame. And his sister is Jill Kargman, and she was on that Bravo show. She's like about hysterical. A Upper East Side. Uh, hysterical. 40s, I can't remember the name of that I show. can't remember. It's kind of good. But anyway, apparently, apparently it was an amicable thing. But at Drew, the same time, Drew has sworn that she will never, ever, ever, ever get married again. Well, she's she's been been married like four times. Well, I know, but you can't count the one that lasts for three days. I'm telling the young people here that. Listen, if you get married, that's just a pass. Your parents are going to be not happy with you, but it's not going to count as a... A lope if you're having those feelings that it's not going to last. So, you know, she... And then she had another three-month marriage. In my opinion, that doesn't... That was, uh, you were drunk, you were high, you were uh, drunk on sex. Mm-hmm. That's why. I, I remember when I first met you, your two combined were less than my one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no. Mm-hmm. So I get to speak you from experience. She is. I'm this is just, totally. Yeah, I'm, how long was I'm the kidding. second one? Lived together a week, married for a year. Yeah. Met both your guys. Oh. The last two, you met them and you married them right away. Sure, yeah. One of them. We're my talking brother. about Drew Barrymore. So she, <laughs> I kind of like. She's never going to get married again, and I, I kind of believe her. I think that she's, she shouldn't say that because she's a lot only, of people say that. Though. She's only like forty-five. So all right. Drew, so that's your advice to Drew. Cameron Diaz is going to hook you up, girl. There's she's no going to do a blind date with somebody. All right. Cool. All right. All right. Thanks. Listen. Honey. Thanks everyone, everyone for coming thanks out. Thanks for hanging out with us. We've got an online store. If you want to buy our state fair merchandise, we'll be back with shows starting tomorrow morning. Have a good night. Job done. Off you go.